0: Welcome in to the Week 2 edition of the Clinton Hero Prep Football Preview Podcast. I'm your host, Zach James. Coming up in this week's podcast, we'll talk to four different coaches. Clinton coach John Wofford, Central DeWitt coach Mike Miller, Northeast coach Jared Block, and Fulton coach Patrick Lower. We'll also talk to Clinton Herald Sports Editor John Gremmels on his thoughts on week one and what he's looking for in week two. Stick around, but in the meantime, here's a clip of the Comanche marching band from week one. start things off by talking about the Clinton River Kings. They won last week by defeating Davenport West. And now they'll turn their attention to the North Scott Lancers for week two. And here's Clinton coach John Wofford on what he saw on film.
1: Same thing I see from them about every year. They're an awfully good football team. Uh, They're well coached. They do the little things right. Um, Then they put their players in position to make plays. Uh, So... Uh, and the thing that jumped out on me on film was how good Davenport Assumption is. Um, that that really jumped off the, the screen at me. That is a good, solid high school football team down there in Davenport Assumption. So, um, and North Scott gave up a couple of big plays, uh, but really played even with them for the rest of the game, and, and I think a lot of Assumption.
0: Last, last year, North Scott, I, in my opinion, was your turnaround game. What's the game that built the most momentum for your season last year? Is it different that it's a week two game this year instead of a week five, week six game last year?
1: Oh, I, I different, I don't know. We, we're trying to win every game. So, um, but it is uh, a different feeling at the beginning of the season than it is later. We're, we're still trying to find some answers. We're still trying to install base defenses and offenses. But, uh, so, um, it, it definitely feels a little different in that aspect.
0: Uh, what do you think your offense can do this week to exploit uh, their defense?
1: Well, we're going to have to play awfully well. They, they're they a good, solid defense, and up front they get off blocks and they run well, uh, and they play very, very hard. So uh, we've got to do everything right on offense to, to keep that thing.
0: Check out a preview story of the clinton north Scott game, which is also Hall of Fame weekend in the Thursday sports edition of The Herald. Next up, let's go to Goose Lake, where the only game of the week involving two of our area teams will happen. Northeast hosts Bellevue. Bellevue shut out Comanche last week, while Northeast lost to Central DeWitt. Here's Northeast coach Jared Block. Who are you going to ride with on Friday?
2: Uh, Nate. I mean, it's nothing against Travis. Travis is a quality quarterback. It's just we got to ride the hot hand and just hopefully keep things clicking.
0: And... Your offense will be able to score against Bellevue, even though Comanche wasn't able to last Friday night. What do you see on film when you look at
2: Bellevue's defense? Bellevue's physical. I mean, they're going to come up, they're going to punch you in the mouth, they're going to want to try to go downhill, they're going to hit you hard, and they're going to they're going to try to take away what you do. So, I mean, to Bellevue's credit, they may be undersized, but man, I would take a lot of those kids on my football team because they
0: they know how to hit, they're physical. I'm sure you would happy to be take to take Kate Doherty and Peter Kilberg on the offensive side. As well, what do you see on film for the defense to hope to try and contain him on Friday?
2: Um, what we see is a, a solid running game, and we see a passing attack that they know how to attack the leverage of what they present. So we're just going to have to make sure we
1: do us better than they do them.
0: Central DeWitt finished last season 1-8. Well, in 2016, they were already 1-0 and as their host Cascade this week. Here's coach Mike Miller on what kind of challenges Cascade brings to the fold. I remember asking you last year specifically about in the middle, towards the middle of the season, about getting that monkey off you guys' back, trying to get back in the winning circle. Now that you guys are 1-0, and does that kind of take a little bit of real stress a little bit of
3: pressure off the kids. I think so. Uh, Obviously, you know, you kind of have that in the back of your mind, the lack of success. Uh, You know, it's tough to for kids, you know, 15, 16, 17 year old kids to get motivated when they don't have that confidence in themselves. So, you know, to be able to have that confidence and knowing that we we are capable, you know, we can be a good team and. Uh, you know, to be able to come into the film room and watch film and see, you know, these are the things that allowed us to be successful. These are the things that, you know, we're going to continue to need to improve or do week in and week out to continue to put ourselves in this position. And, um, you know, this week, even offensively, I felt like our kids uh, really focused on those things. And there was areas that we needed to improve on. And I think that we did that as well.
0: I'm sure the party ended on Monday as you guys uh, focused now on Cascade. And uh, just seeing them on quick sets, as they hammered to last week. It seems like they like to run the ball.
3: They do. They like to get downhill. Very similar, uh, you know, offense to us, and uh, they're going to try to run it between the tackles, uh, and, and they they can hit you on the outside as well. They got a couple backs that are extremely talented, and they got a quarterback that can throw the ball well. So, you know, there's, uh, you kind of, and they kind of low you to sleep with running the ball, and then they'll hit one over the top. So, uh, we've got to be really disciplined in the secondary. Uh, it's one of those things that we want to get our safeties involved in the run game, but at the same time, you got to kind of, you know, hold the harness a little bit and make sure that they're still reading their keys and making sure that they're not letting anything over the top.
0: And lastly, for our featured games of the week, Fulton hosts Sterling Newman Catholic, and just like every year, Sterling Newman has some quick guys on the roster, and uh, Coach Patrick Lower knows what knows what to expect out of Sterling Newman.
2: Well, you know, really what we talk about with our kids every day is that we are trying to be the best version of the Fulton Steamers we can be. And we're not worried about who we're playing. We're not worried about this or that or anything. All we're worried about is getting better. And I I keep telling the kids that, and they probably get tired of hearing it. Um, but, but that's the way it's got to be if, uh, if we're going to get better each and every week and, and, and progress throughout the season. So we our main goal is just getting better, and the nice thing is it's Wednesday right now. Tuesday, we definitely got better from Tuesday to Wednesday, so I'm happy. It's just a matter of us executing, and I think that's the part that our kids have to understand is we have to execute just because we may be bigger up front and, and have just as many, if not more, athletes than they we still have to execute because you know Newman's going to execute.
0: It doesn't concern you at all that this is an a tough opponent early in the schedule, as opposed to later in the schedule when you guys are probably a little bit more seasoned.
2: Well, I tell you what, uh, you know, one of the things that we have found with with Newman is that um, a, a team like them, they are always they continue to get better like other teams, and really, if you face them late in the year, they're kind of clicking on all cylinders. So we kind of like, even though it's difficult early. It's always difficult to play them, but we kind of enjoy playing them uh, early in the season, especially this year because they're, they they graduated eight seniors that were that were studs for them and did a lot for them. So they're still trying to find their identity and find their way a little bit more than probably we are right now.
0: What kind of flaws do you see on film from Newman?
2: Not a lot, not a lot. I, I would say the the one thing that they that. I mean, they look the same each and every year. The one thing they that do. they um, uh, don't have as much as they ha- have in the past is size, overall size. They have some big kids, don't get me wrong, uh, but they, they have some, some smaller type kids. They're very good athletes. They're strong and fast and all that. They're just not as girthy uh, as they've been in the past.
0: Other games involving area teams this week include Comanche at Monticello, Easton Valley at Central City, Erie Prophetstown is on the road at Oregon, McColkida hosts Anamosa, Morrison is at home against Princeton, and West Carroll hosts Eastland. Next up, we'll bring in sports editor John Gremmels. As we bring you in here for the week two edition, lots of uh, excitement in the areas week one got underway. Now it's football season, even though the rubber Kings are still in action, but, and will be in the playoffs, but what are your biggest takeaways from week one before we uh, start talking about week two?
4: Well, I think uh, a couple of things really impressed me. Uh, uh, definitely some individual performances, but uh Clinton, a very impressive uh, season opener down at Davenport Port West. You know, I think uh, we all wondered what that defense would be like, and it seemed like uh, it played pretty well for most of the game. Uh, Limited uh, Dot Combs, one of the better running backs around for the most part. He had a couple couple big plays, but, uh, you know, most of those were after, you know, the score was pretty much at hand. So, uh, and you know the offense was going to be good for Clinton. So, uh, you know, an impressive win there. Fulton also a very nice win on the road, uh, down at Hall, uh, showed uh, a lot of good offense. I think they have to be pretty encouraged by that opening. Uh, also the, uh, the Ag Bull was a very nice opening for Central DeWitt. Nick Smith had an excellent performance 232 yards, five touchdowns for the Sabres. But uh, Northeast had to go away uh, with some uh, with some hope after uh, generating some offense in the second half and scoring a few touchdowns, too. So those are kind of the takeaways of what impressed me in the first week. I know you saw uh, Bellevue and Comanche, two other area teams. Uh, Bellevue must have looked pretty good in that one.
0: You know, Bellevue... It shows a little bit of promise with K. Doherty and Peter Kielberg, uh leading the way for the Comets. And I think it gives the Comets a little bit of confidence uh, heading into Week 2. And, and that's certainly something uh, that you can't turn down. And of course, like you mentioned with Central DeWitt, uh, like Coach Mike Miller told me uh, this week too, he pointed out that the Sabres finished 1-8 and last year. And they're already already 1-0 and heading into this week's game against Cascade. As we head into week two now, is, uh, we have uh, four games uh, that we're looking at for this week. I think the two games that stand out to me the most are North Scott at Clinton because it's Hall of Fame weekend and it is the Kings' home home opener. But Newman Catholic at Fulton, that game really intrigues me too. Uh, what games this week push you meter?
4: I think I agree that those, uh, those two... Definitely, uh, you know, North Scott's been a thorn in Clinton's side, although last year Clinton had a very good game against them. but might have been kind of the signature win for that team last year, uh, uh, a, a very nice victory in, in that game uh, in, in Eldridge. And, uh, at, you know, it, it appears that maybe North Scott's not quite as good as they were last year. We're pretty optimistic about Clinton, so... It'll be interesting to see that one. And then, you know, every year, Newman's one of the best teams in this part of uh, Illinois. And, uh, you know, they had a very interesting first weekend with a game that uh, went over the course of two days because of lightning. and uh, But, you know, they came back and played much better on on Sunday. And they're definitely a formidable opponent. It'll be a good test for uh, Fulton to really kind of find out just how
0: good it is the only game in the area this week involving two of our teams that we cover include a Bellevue at Northeast coach Jerry Block says he's gonna go with Nate Lang as the starting quarterback uh, to start out the game is that kind of what you expect to you saw Lang playing the second half in the Ag Bowl what do you see out of him
4: yeah, well, he definitely gave him a spark when he came in. Now he's just a, a sophomore. He's the younger quarterback of the two, but he provided a, a spark hit uh, connected with uh, Brayden Hoyer on a 91 yard uh, uh, touchdown pass play. Uh, uh, Hoyer made some really nice uh, moves on that one and uh, broke away for about the last 60 yards uh, after breaking a couple of tackles. And, uh, you know, I think. Uh, It's just a matter of kind of getting some confidence uh, with the offense around Lang, but uh, he seemed to to show some promise. Had a little bit better throwing night, and and you know a lot of times if you can throw the ball, then that helps your running game too.
0: It is Clinton Hall of Fame weekend. Six inductees are going into uh, this year's Hall of Fame. We'll do a separate. We're going to try and do a separate podcast. Uh, exclusively on that this week yet, what uh, stands out to you about those six uh, inductees?
4: Well, it's, uh, it's it's kind of interesting because now we get some of the uh, more uh, current former coaches that uh, you know a lot of us have come to know. Uh, June Wilden, uh, you know, it seemed like you know she was willing to coach just about anything they threw at her and. You know, coached several sports at Clinton High. Uh, always had a a real positive attitude, and you still see her around helping out at some track meets and uh, doing PA at some swim meets and things like that. So, you know, obviously the uh, you know a team team type player. Uh, Mark Massey, one of the winningest coaches in uh, Iowa volleyball history. Uh, you know, fresh off his retirement, he's in there. So uh, you know some some coaches there, a couple of former track athletes uh, that uh, June coached. So that'll be interesting. And then you know they reach back in the past, 50 years or so. Bill Iverson, a a golfer. So you know there still are you know there's still some people from the what what I'm sure you would call agent history. I would probably call more my generation, but uh, you know that there's some uh, deserving people out there still, and we're also getting into some of the newer uh, people too, so it's an interesting mix, and uh, we'll, uh, you know, I think they'll be good additions.
0: And that'll do it this week for the Week 2 Prep Football Area Preview Podcast. Thanks for listening along, and as always, check out ClintonHerald.com for all your prep football, volleyball, cross-country, and golf coverage. Until next time, I'm Zach James.